Rick could see what was happening through the other Marines' feeds, but he couldn't help himself. He raised his head over the edge of his fighting hole to watch the duel. Three, four, five rockets hit the tank as the 90mm cannon swept at them. One of the rockets hit something vital just as the cannon came to bear. There was no catastrophic kill. The tank simply stopped. He pumped his fist in the air as something caught his eye. The immobile paddy was disgorging troops. All riflemen, get your heads up and take the troops here, under fire, he ordered, toggling the location of the paddy to display on their face shields just where here was. Within moments, the M99 fire started, cutting down a full half of the militiamen who had left their vehicle. The remaining men hit the deck and took whatever cover they could find. Three more Marines, Medvedev, Vargas, and Portuno, were killed in quick succession before another paddy was taken out. The fog of battle started taking over, and Rick lost his focus. This was a battle of wills, with the remaining M-72 Marines taking on the two paddies in the trucks that were now deploying. When he saw the first truck, he lowered his own M-99 and started pouring fire into it. This was something he could do, something he was used to. The truck's armored glass spiderwebbed, but didn't break. Rick's darts penetrated the cargo bed of the truck, though, surely hitting militiamen. One six, we've got vehicle sounds in front of us. Sergeant Bonnyman passed, breaking Rick's rhythm. Rick's heart dropped. In the heat of the fight, he'd forgotten about that second possible avenue of approach. What does it look like? he asked, afraid of what he might hear. Wait one. The sergeant passed as another Marine from Seconds, Icon, went gray. Lance Corporal Paiute, another Marine, killed. One six, we've got at least another Tanya and two patties. Sergeant Bonnyman passed at the same moment that Rick's AI put them on his display. The lead vehicle, the Tanya, was still in the trees, about 150 meters from where it could deploy its gun. Rick had no more banshees, and Zerkachuk was toward the left side of the platoon, well out of range from where the Tanya would emerge. He had to get someone down there before that occurred so they could get close enough to lay a bullfrog on the vehicle. The good thing was that if they could get close, the Tanya's gun would be ineffective against them. He started to give Bonnyman an order, but addressed it to Staff Sergeant De La Quadra, his platoon sergeant instead. De La Quadra was his best Marine, and Rick trusted his abilities more. Staff Sergeant De La Quadra, take Hackenberg with you and whatever bullfrogs you've got. Get to the second avenue of approach before that Tanya gets here and do what you can. We will cover you, he ordered. Rick had a reputation for liking the toads and the larger bullfrogs, small limpet breaching devices that could burn through about anything. His reputation was deserved, given his past, and here he was trying to employ them again as an offensive weapon. Rick hadn't planned that, but he was out of options. Without hesitation, the two Marines jumped out of their holes and started running. The mass fire of the Marines had little effect on the paddies, but another truck was stopped. Somehow the two Marines kept going, going, going. The Tanya emerged and the first plasma round reached out graying out two more Marines, Carlotto and Schwab. The Tanya didn't seem to notice the Staff Sergeant and Corporal as it cycled another round and waited for the barrel to recharge to send it downrange. 
The Tanya's crew might not have seen them, but one of the remaining paddies did, and its coaxial cut the two marines down less than a hundred meters from their target. One moment they were running. The next, they were flopping bonelessly onto the dirt. No! Rick shouted. He jumped out of his hole and started charging, fumbling for his own toad. Normally, a marine would use a special glove to handle it so it wouldn't stick to the skin, but Rick grabbed it barehanded. He barely noticed as another marine, one of his marines, was killed. All he could think of was to close with the Tanya. The blue lights in the barrel pulsed and the gun swung to Rick. With the flicker that indicated a round was fired, the shell zipped past Rick, detonating behind him. He had gotten past the kill zone. By the time the tank cycled again, he would be too close. Rick never saw the militiamen who cut him down as everything went black.